happy girl. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another podcast of Women at the Well Ministries, where we believe that all of us have to come to Jesus like the woman at the well in John chapter 4. Our highest priority is making God real in your life. Whether you are listening in our app, in your favorite podcasting app, or on our website at watwm.org, we invite you to sit down with us as we look to the scriptures to learn more about God and to strengthen your daily walk with Jesus Christ. In John 10.10, Jesus said that he came to give us life and that we might have it more abundantly. Too often, we, his children, live below our privileges. We live stress-filled lives filled with negativity. We live emotionally drained, physically exhausted, and defeated. But as children of God, with the Holy Spirit living in us, we should not live defeated lives. Studies prove that you can't process negative thoughts and positive thoughts at the same time. Join us in this podcast of Woman at the Well Ministries as Kim takes us on a journey through the scriptures, replacing our negative thoughts with positive thoughts. Hello, and thank you for joining us in this podcast of Woman at the Well Ministries. Let's pray. Our kind and most gracious to Heavenly Father, Lord, I pray that you would remove me from this message. I pray that you would prepare every heart and every mind that is going to hear it, Lord, that you would speak to them personally and individually. Lord, that you would defeat within them those negative thoughts and take them captive. Lord, that you would put the devil in his place because we as your children are going to allow you your rightful place in our heart and in our minds. Lord, speak through this message. Change hearts. Transform lives. Lord, and make us more of what you would have us to be. And teach us, Lord, to live in the abundance of your mercy, your grace, and your blessings. And in Jesus' name we pray, amen. We are simply as children of God too blessed to be stressed. 2 Corinthians 4, 8, and 9 tells us that we are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Yet when we look at people, sometimes when we see them, they look as if they are a million miles away, and they often look as if they are just miserable and sad. Upon further contact with them, we find out that they're children of God, but the light and the joy and the goodness and the grace is just not being exhibited on the billboard of their face. And I began to think about this because we know that the devil would want to destroy our joy. We know that he come to steal, kill, and destroy, but that Christ came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. But we as Christians must be on guard because the devil walketh about as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. But we have something that the world doesn't have. We have Jesus as children of God. And 1 John 4, 4 says that you are of God, little children, and have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. 
And so as we begin to look today about how it is as Christians that we could be different than the world, I want to talk to you a little bit more about being different with your attitude, being different with your joy, being different with the relationship you have with Jesus so that you are walking and talking and living the abundant life that he promised in John 10.10. See, he tells us in Philippians 4, 6 through 7, that we are to be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God and the peace, everybody say it, the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. See, we're not to worry about anything, but in every situation, in every circumstance, we are to pray with thanksgiving and let our requests be made known unto God. And that peace that reassures our heart, that transcends all understanding that any of us could have, that's the peace which stands guard over you and over your heart, and our mind will be that of peace when we allow Christ to be the one that's guarding our heart. See, when we focus on God, we know his peace. See, when we focus on God instead of our circumstances or our problems or our struggles, we know the peace of God, and the world didn't give it that. The world didn't give us the peace. Jesus gives us a peace. So if the world didn't give it to us, the world can't take it away. You see, the Bible tells us that thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusts in him. Where are you placing your trust today? It seems that we spend so much time telling the devil how big our problem is. And we spend a lot of time telling him how big our storm is. But perhaps we should reflect for a moment and change those ways. Maybe we should start telling the devil how big our God is and watch him tremble. We need to spend much less time worrying and fretting and being miserable than we do rejoicing and praising and celebrating the God we serve. We spend too much time Time focusing on the negative and not enough time concentrating on the truth. God is bigger than any problem that you have or will ever have. He is the way, he's the truth, and he's the life. He watches over us day and night. He never sleeps. He never slumbers. He's the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. What he did for others, he'll do for you. Perhaps it's time we spend a little bit of time looking at what he's done. You know what he's done in your life. You know what he's brought you through in your life. You know the miracles that he's performed, but somehow the devil gets us sidetracked and we don't concentrate on that. What we concentrate on are the negative thoughts that are in our minds right now. But we need to tell the devil to get packing and take a hike because we need to fill our minds with the truth of God, with his word. Because what he did for others, he'll do for you. The psalmist David said, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. See, when we know what God wants of us, 
We can do the right thing. We have the knowledge, and the Holy Spirit will give us the ability. But sometimes we just have stinking thinking. We just don't think as God would have us think. But I want you to know that in Philippians 4.8, this is what he says. He says, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. So I'd like to take you on a journey through the scriptures. And I want us to look at some amazing things God has done and incredible feats of love and mercy that Jesus has bestowed upon his people. I want to take you back in the Old Testament where God shut the door of the ark. And he kept Noah and his family safe. He also relieved Noah of the burden of being responsible for shutting the rest of the people out that were going to be destroyed. In Ruth, he provided for Naomi and Ruth when there simply was no way. And I don't know what you're in need of, but I know the Father does. And he provides for the sparrows. How much more will he provide for you? He empowered David to defeat the giant through the power and the might of God. You need to stop fighting your battles. They're not yours. They belong to the Lord. He's going to equip you that you might be able to withstand all of the tactics of the devil. If you just simply go through Ephesians 6, you're going to see that he's given you all that you need in order to fight in this world because the battle isn't yours. It belongs to the Lord. You're just going to be equipped so that the devil cannot penetrate the armor of God that you have chosen to accept and to dress yourself with. In Daniel chapter 3, he protects the Hebrew children. He's the fourth man in the fire. And as the account goes, when they took the fourth men in the fire out, or when they go in and they take the three people out, And the fourth man is likened to the Son of God, that when the three Hebrew children, Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego, step forth out of the fiery furnace, they don't even smell like smoke. There's no problem with their clothing. See, I want you to see right there that I don't know what your fire is, but I'm certain you're either in a fire, going into a fire, or you've just come out of a fire. But I want you to know that he's the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. I want you to know that what he did for the three Hebrew children, he will do for you. I want you to know that he's the fourth man in your fire. And when you begin to understand and and get that full picture of what that means, and you know that he protects you, he leads you, he guides you, and he loves you, then regardless of what that circumstance is right now that feels like a fire to you, he's got you. I want you to remember that when you go through the fire, he's with you. When you go through the flood, the waters won't overtake you. There's nothing bigger than your God. So start thinking about the bigness, the goodness, the greatness of God. And have that full understanding that Jesus loves you 
This I know, for the Bible tells me so. In Daniel chapter 6, he shuts the mouths of lions. People are going to talk about you. People are going to have all kinds of things to say. But the scripture says, just don't let it have any truth. They can say anything they want to, but don't live a life that gives validity to the lies that people say about you. But instead, you keep your head and your mind in the game. You keep focused on who God is. You keep putting one foot in front of the other as Jesus leads you. The Holy Spirit directs you and comforts you. And you do what God asks you to do. And you don't worry about what other people say. See, what you need to understand is you don't need to worry what man can do unto you. Because the King of Kings And the Lord of Lords is on your side. See, what happens when we're too stressed to understand the blessings of God is because we are thinking negatively. We've got our mind upon something that isn't true. Now, I want you to stop right here. I am not preaching a positive thought salvation What I am preaching is that when your thoughts are on Jesus Christ and you're in the center of his will, I promise you that his blessings and his grace and his mercy will be so great and so abundant that they will erase the problems because your trust in him will activate your faith and that faith will employ him and all of his greatness on that situation And he will fight your battles. And I've got good news. He's never lost a battle before. And yours isn't going to be his first one. In Hosea, he loved and redeemed the unlovable. I don't know what you've done. Or I don't know what you haven't done. That the devil keeps telling you is making you unlovable by God. Is making you unusable by God. But that is a lie straight from the pits of hell. You are loved by the Most High God. You are more than enough. We all come to Jesus like the woman at the well in John chapter 4, who when she comes to him, he tells her all things ever she did, not to condemn her, not to make her feel bad, not to make her feel ashamed, but he did because he wanted her to know, I know who you are. My eyes have been on you. I love you. I will redeem you. You can drink of my water and you will never thirst again. See, the devil doesn't want you to think that way. The devil wants you fretting and feeling bad. But in the Gospels, we are told that if you have faith, that is of a little mustard seed, that you can move mountains. I don't know what your mountain is, but I know if you have enough faith in God, it'll be removed. See, what the devil doesn't want you to know is what even studies have shown, and that is this. You cannot have a negative thought and a positive thought at the same time. So if he can keep you distracted and he can keep you thinking negative things, then he can keep you out of the word. And when he keeps you out of the word, you are separated from the truths of God. That's why it's so important that we put the truth of God in our heart and in our mind because it's the truth of God that 
cleanses us. It's the truth of God and his blood that washes away our sin. But it is the truth of God that allow us to have a mind that is fixed and centered on who God is, who can hear his voice and follow after him. See, I want you to remember what it said in Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Be careful for nothing, but with everything, with prayer and thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known unto God, and the peace of God shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. With thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is gratitude. Thanksgiving is a heart of thankfulness. And what I want you to know that there are some benefits of gratitude. They make you a happier you. They make you a fitter you. They make you a better you. And what you need to understand is that there is a trinity. Jesus, the Son of God, the Holy Spirit, and God himself. And when we are focused on who he is, and we begin to see the things that God does for us, we can find some amazing similarities between the benefits of gratitude and our spiritual life. A personal relationship with Jesus gives you access to the Father and the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. As we focus upon the presence of the Trinity in our lives, we begin to realize the gift that it is. We understand what they can do for us. What I want you to see is that living in the center of God's lives, of God's will, will place you in a place in your life to experience the goodness of God. His wonderful blessings, his unending mercy, and his amazing grace cannot help but give you the knowledge of the peace of God. And it will make you live positive, blessed lives. We're meant to have no other gods before him. That means even your stinking thinking. Whatever it is that you go to first before you go to God is your God. We're instructed to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind in Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven. And my friend, when we do this, we produce a mind that is focused on God and grateful for all that he's done. And what that does, we learn we're just too blessed to be stressed. As we begin to dig deeper into the concept that a focus-centered life on Jesus and God and the Holy Spirit will produce for us an abundant life that we're promised in John 10.10, let's think about when we have a relationship with each member of the Trinity how that we can see very clearly these same benefits that social science has told us that gratitude will give us. We are a happier you. We are a fitter you. We are a better you. We're a happier you because that equals the joy of the Lord. And in 1 Peter 1, 8 through 9, it says, Whom you have not seen, you love. In whom though now you see him not, you believe. You rejoice with unspeakable joy, full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. 
we see that a fitter you equals the peace of God. 2 Thessalonians 3.16 says, Now the Lord of peace himself give you peace always by all means. In every way possible, God will give you peace. In every facet of who he is, he will allow you to know the peace of God, but you, my friend, must choose to focus on him. You must choose to accept him. You must choose to love him with all your heart, your soul, your mind, and allow his peace to wash over you. In Luke 12, 32, he says, fear not, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Jesus came and he paid the ransom for your sins that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Jesus wants to bless you, but you got to come like the woman at the well did with an empty vessel, willing and ready and capable of being filled. A better you equals a holy life. Leviticus 27 says, Sanctify yourselves therefore and be ye holy, for I am the Lord your God. The truth is, you cannot be stressed while you are being grateful. And as we've walked through the scriptures, discovering the greatness, the goodness, and the glory of God, you simply can't feel any emotion other than gratitude. That he would not only die for our sins, but he desires to have a personal relationship with you. You matter to him. Those you know who aren't experiencing the peace of God, they matter to him too. Go after his peace. Go after him. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added unto you in Matthew 6, 33. See, your life comes down to your relationship with Jesus and your commitment to his commands and his word. When you're aligned with Jesus, following his commands and in good fellowship with God, then you will know the peace of God. When you live the life God has instructed us to live, then the Holy Spirit has free reign to lead you, guide you, and comfort you. Then the struggles of this life pale in comparison to the blessings of God. You too will live too blessed to be stressed. When we focus on God and are thankful for all he is for us, through us and in us, then we have no capacity to be stressed. Fear not, O land, and be glad, for the Lord has done great things. Remember, you are loved. Jesus loves you. Thank you for joining us in today's podcast. You can visit the show notes for quotes from today's podcast and scripture references. We pray today has been a blessing, and we encourage you to reach out to us through our app, our website, or our Facebook page. You can find our app by searching for Woman at the Well Ministries in your app store or through our website at watwm.org. We're on Facebook at facebook.com watwm. If you visit our website, you'll be able to subscribe to Bible Bits, a daily devotion written by Kim and delivered Monday through Friday by text message. Woman of the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father, and it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. 
To learn how to partner with Women at the Well Ministries, please visit our website. Thank you to the gospel group Fudge Creek for letting us use their hit song, Happy Girl. We greatly appreciate your prayers. We are praying daily for our listeners. Remember that God loves you. You are loved. Happy girl.